Welcome to Happy Hour, a work, culture, and lifestyle show. We're your hosts, Penny Blackmore and Brittany Bowering. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe, as this helps others to find us, apparently. Yay! How the hell are you, Brit? You know, I'm doing pretty darn good, Penny. Good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, this week has been some, it's been a, a week of ups and downs, mm-hmm. I have to say. It's like, you know, I woke up one morning this week. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've already heard about this, but woke up in, you know, just on the wrong side of bed, if you know what I mean. Uh, People used to say that all the time. Yeah. They? Yeah. Not so much anymore. No, they don't say that so much anymore. But basically I was in a bad mood right from the get-go. Mm. And I was like, how can I make this day Like, I didn't want to make it a happy day. I wanted it to be a successful day, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I know, I'll do my taxes. That was a mistake. That is definitely a mistake. You know, I just thought getting this off of the, you know, get it out of the way, finish it up, and then I would feel really good, like I'd finished something that was looming over me, because of course it's overdue taxes, obviously. (laughs) Um, So that didn't work out because I hit a roadblock, one of those classic German roadblocks where they're like, oh no, you can't do that before you do this, and then you have to do that, and then you have to fill out this form, and we'll send it to you, and it'll take four weeks. And you're like, damn it. So that was annoying. So then I was like, I think I'll work out right? Mm-hmm. That's a healthy person thing to do mm-hmm. when you're feeling a little bit down or you, you know, not as positive. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of my workout, I hurt my back. Oh. And it was just, you know, it was like thing after, you know, thing after thing, yeah. bringing, bringing this little lady down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just gave up because sometimes you just have to give up. Um, but then, you know, since then it's been, I've had a couple of good days, positive. I don't know. It's just been, I know this just sounds really weird, but it's just been up and down. Yeah. I feel like the biggest challenge of being in a bad mood for me mm-hmm. is not taking it out on my boyfriend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm always like, you need to go away now. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Or else. Be careful with your personal safety. I find, I love doing that actually, just like warning warning people. Yeah. Whoever you're hanging out with most, just be like, just a warning. I'm in a weird slash bad mood today. So yeah. I might say or do something weird. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like As if you warn usual, people, you yeah. and I always do say and do say and do things that are weird. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But like negative weird, you know? Oh, right. Like bad. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, I'm happy that it's Friday. Today's Friday. I love recording on a Friday, you know? Mm, totally. Because you know that this glass of white wine we're drinking is only the first of many. <laughs> I actually am annoyed that I didn't top myself up before. That is really podcast. silly of you. Yeah, but we can do it midway. You can totally do it During midway. one of the music breaks. During so one of the music breaks. Yeah, exactly. Because we play the music. It's not, that's not post-production from, yeah. Yeah, it's us like with our little guitars and piano. Yeah, exactly. It's all live. talented It's live. How are you doing, Penny? Oh my God, one more thing though. One more oh, thing. Oh, please. Yeah. You, of course, heard... Uh, that Donald Trump has coronavirus. Yes, I heard this morning. How do you feel about that? So I feel really annoyed by it. Okay, tell me why. Because I feel like this whole thing needs to play out the normal way. Mm. The election needs to happen. People need to vote. Everything needs to be fair. And I worry that it's like a... Oh. A stalling tactic that he's doing, or a sympathy tactic, or do you think he would lie about oh, it? Oh no, I feel like just he couldn't. I feel like he couldn't from- lie about that because mm. there'd be too many. You know what I mean? Like there's test results and that kind of thing. Like I think that would be really difficult. Well, freaking, I don't if know. If anyone can fake a test result, it's the president. That's absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, my of course my concern. So I have the opposite worry to you. I'm worried 
that he is going to like die. he's that he's gonna oh <laughs> Sorry. I mean we're am I worried that he's gonna die? <laughs> I don't know if worried is the right word. Um but I I am uh I'm worried that he's going to be asymptomatic. And then his rhetoric of, oh, the coronavirus is no problem, super easy, not right. a big deal, will become even more mm. uh, prominent. That's my worry. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried that he's going to get very sick because I'd assume yeah. what what I read about coronavirus is that although there are more cases, we are finding more cases because there's more testing. And you, yeah. so before, when the corona outbreak happened, it was like, you only got tested when you were in hospital yeah. when you're already really sick. Mm-hmm. So the mortality rate was much worse. Um, but now it's like people are tested way before they get sick. Yeah. Um, and so they have a much better chance of recovery. Yeah, um, right. I do wish him and his wife and whoever else is involved the greatest of health and sure. that this blows over very fucking quickly. Yeah. Because I'm just... I hear that name one more time. Oh, I know. I know. And you're going to hear it a lot more for the yeah. next month. But anyways, enough about that guy. What's going on with you? Oh, well, um, I <laughs> worked so hard this week and it got me thinking because um, I, okay, so I'm usually pretty outspoken about the whole um, hustle culture thing and the idea yeah. that you shouldn't necessarily burn the candle at both ends and work overtime as a habit and so on and so forth. But this week I worked overtime, heaps of it, and I really enjoyed it because it felt like it felt like a way to get back on track. And it was like some of it was life stuff, like tax and so on. Yeah. Um, and I it just made me realize that maybe I should clarify that of course you can work long hours sometimes when it's appropriate. Um, but I think you need to ask yourself the question in any example, in any on any occasion where this is necessary, which is like, is this a regular thing or something that's only needed once in a while? Because exactly. if it's a regular thing, it's like you're clearly mismanaging your priorities. Totally agree. Um, once in a while is totally normal. Yeah. And if you're employed by an employer, is it an expectation that you do over time or is it a choice? Yeah. Um, so I just thought I would I mean, bring yeah, that no- up. <laughs> also, nothing's worse than someone who just refuses to ever do overtime. Like there's always going to be, whether you work in a company or you work for yourself, there's going to be times where a project is, you know, down to the wire and you need to stay a little bit longer. You need yeah. to, you know, and there, that is really aggravating, I would say. I agree. If someone's like, oh no, I leave right, at, unless you have like a family or someone, yeah. you know what I mean? Things that you have to do. But uh, I think that that, if you're able to at least once in a while, once in a blue moon, I'm definitely not condoning like overtime all the time, mm. but if you're able to stay a little late and help the team through a tough part of the project, you know, that just shows that you're dedicated and a, and a team player. Yeah. And also you maybe really want to see the end of the project happen. Yeah. And that's totally fine. I have one of my little Brittany rants, <laughs> but I'm going to follow it up with some advice, I think. Some practical advice. Exactly. Some steps because there's nothing worse than someone just being like, this is a problem and then not presenting any form of a solution. Yeah. I hate that. Here, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. I'm really, really sick of people wanting to hack a process. Okay. Oh, me too. I'm Anytime someone writes to me and says, have you got any hacks? I'm like, yeah. Do a good job. Spend, you, spend some time learning and getting some experience. How yeah. about that hack? I mean, I'm just, I know this sounds really harsh, but I just really miss 
when people used to put a little bit more time into things and focus a little bit more on quality mm-hmm. um, all around the board, actually. I think, you know, in general, in our world today, everyone wants things to be done faster, quicker, better, you know? Mm. And those things just don't... They're not compatible. They don't add up. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, like, in my mind, there's no shortcut to creating a good product to writing a great piece of social media content mm-hmm. uh, or to building a following. You know, there is no, there are things you can do that will uh, help you along. But honestly, I'll be, I'll say it right now. It's a, it's a very small amount. Yeah. That, that you know what I mean? Like if you, if what you're creating and putting out there isn't good, then having the right hashtags is going to get you close to nowhere. A hundred percent. So I just, yeah. I yeah. miss, I miss the craft of anything. Yes. Like, because I think, craft. Because I think when it comes to like design or marketing or sales or customer service, like you have to get, you have to hone your craft yeah. and you have to spend time on it. Yeah. That's the thing. It takes, it takes work mm. and time. And nobody's got any friggin' time anymore. So everybody's mm. just trying to do things as quickly as possible. It's just so frustrating. And everyone's trying to shortcut, you know, success. Um, and I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah, me I'm too. Over it. Mm. So when it comes to, so I can speak to the the craft of, you know, social media or content or whatever. Um, and, you know, when it comes to these things, I think there are things that you should be researching um, that are much more important than, you know, Googling hacks to grow your Instagram following or how to gain, to game the algorithm on YouTube. Um, those kind of things are just so useless and tedious. Mm. And what you should be focusing on are the following three things. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I've got a list. You tell them. So the first thing that you really need to figure out is, and this is a little personal research, Mm -hmm. right? Inside yourself, (laughs) is uh, what's your why? What's your purpose? Why are you even putting things out in the world, right? Um, What do you believe in? What actually gets you excited? What are you passionate about? And that is, of course, a very difficult thing to say, but you, everyone has something. And even if you aren't, if you can't like get really, really solid at defining it, you can definitely like have a feel for it. Yeah. It's there. This is interesting because um, I, in my newsletter, I did that for months, but I felt like the why was missing. Yeah. And then I took a break and I defined the why, which was I'm really passionate about learning. Yeah. So reading all this stuff is an opportunity to learn. But then I'm also passionate about people reading more stuff than they would normally read. And if yes. I can facilitate that happening, then that's a big why for me. Um, and so I think Beautiful. that's super important. Um, and yeah. it's just given me a whole lease on life, uh, sorry, new lease on life about the newsletter. Yeah. So I think the why is super important. Absolutely. By the way, we'll put a link to Penny's, uh, Penny's links newsletter in the, Side in the show promotion. notes. It's really good though. You should sign up. Um, I just read it with a full, full blown smile on my face every time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so second thing that you need to research or figure out uh, that isn't a hack or a quick fix is who your audience is and what they care about. So, um, you should be reading a ton of stuff, uh, that's in your industry or whatever you're doing, you know, social media for, you should be reading articles. You should be watching videos. You should make it your mission to know, you know, who your audience is 
the best that you possibly can because the more you know who they are. And when I say your audience, I just mean like the people you want to communicate to, you Mm. know, like it sounds really silly being like your audience if you maybe don't have an audience yet, but who are you talking to, you know, Mm. and what do they care about? They're probably people similar to you most likely, or if you're, you know, working and doing social media content stuff for work, then it's, you know, your clients or people that you're working with all the time. Yeah. Um, And then the third thing are, what are the ways that you can help them? So, uh, how can you, like, what do you know, what can you do uh, that would make a difference to them? Mm. And that's literally it. Like, it's so simple. And if you start putting things out like that and not focus on the algorithm and, oh, when should I post things and how should I, you know, and what should I tag and blah, blah, blah. If you just, you know, do the basics and get, like, figure out your frame for what you're talking about and how and 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 to who, that is going to you know, that's going to deliver the results that you're looking for. Mm. I promise. And Mm. I think that, you know, the one thing that I have been, and I have to remind myself of this all the time, because since I work on, on social media, of course, it's always on my mind, like, Ooh, how do I grow? How do I, you know, keep, keep getting more followers Mm. and blah, blah, blah. It's just so, um, tiresome. Mm. Um, so I often have to like give my head a shake and be like, no, Brittany, how can you serve the people who are currently listening? Yeah. Like why it's almost like, you know how, um, when you try and leave a company in terms of, let's say I want to leave Vodafone, my phone contract, and I'm paying 60 bucks a month for my Vodafone phone contract. Um, I tell them they're leave that I'm leaving. And then they want to give me a 50% discount. Yeah. And then you watch TV and it's like, Vodafone are now having an offer for new customers that it, it's 10 euros for, per month for the phone contract. And I'm just like, what's wrong with the customers you have? Yeah. I love that you get nothing as a customer that's existing when it comes to um, so interesting consideration. But when it comes to like getting new people in. Everyone always, yeah, they just forget. You get a follow, you get a follower, 10 followers, and you just forget about them. Mm. And you're like, well, what about the next 10? You know, where are they going to come from? It's like, mm. how about figuring out what those people need and want and how you can, you know, serve them. Mm. Uh, anyways, so that's my rant with some practical advice. I love that. And I'm also glad. I apologize to my followers for never providing any value. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It doesn't, to- but this is the thing is what people, you know, it doesn't have to be um, value as in I'm educating you or I'm teaching you something. It can be Funny. <laughs> it can be heartwarming. Can it, it be can my be... dead big toe coming off? No. Wiggling around? I'm sorry. No. Well, I did put I'm, it up. I know, but Everybody liked it. Okay? No, they did not. Hey, <laughs> they're lying to themselves. Nobody liked that. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's all the way off now, just FYI. Oh, my God. I can't believe you haven't posted about that yet. I, it's on the list. Oh, my God. I've been. I've had a busy week, just, Britt. Just put a warning before like you did last time. I appreciated that because I did not look at the okay. next story. Sorry. No, no. I mean, you put a warning. Oh, yeah. That's, so I didn't oh, have to look pre- at okay, it. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, but just cool. do that again. I'd appreciate it. Okay, sorry. Although one that, a toenail that's completely ripped off isn't as bad as it's one that's cute. about It's just to. like a little bald penis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, what's going on with you with work? Tell me, tell me. Okay, so um, I've been thinking a lot about, maybe I've been thinking specifically about women because I feel like women do this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but on LinkedIn all the time, I see people posting about, um, you know, diversity and inclusion and how important it is to have women at, in companies, etc. 
and then they're like, I'm thinking of one specific person and I'm maybe I'm bitter, but basically I feel like this person is spending more time self-promoting than they are actually doing because like they seem to be able to find all the time in the world to post on LinkedIn every day about a panel they're on or a podcast they're on or whatever, but no time is given to answering the messages in their inbox. Right. And you know what? I'm glad she didn't write back to me. <laughs> I just think it's so rude. Like it, I, that is so rude. I get Sorry, so it was many... just really cute that, <laughs> that this was all leading up to like. <laughs> so you're like, and I didn't get a response. I did an outreach and she didn't write back. No, that's and I brutal. She said that's she really cared brutal. about women. But also I put together this really good email and she didn't write back. And like I write back to everyone who writes to me on LinkedIn, including, well, not including the people that are just completely off pissed. Yeah, but I mean, it most, has to be like, pretty anyone far, who's like put any exactly. level of detail in. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, or oh, not for me, thanks. Totally. So all I have to say is, I really feel like we live in a social media world. Branding is important. Sharing your story that can sometimes help people. Mm-hmm. But if you're spending more time promoting yourself than learning about your craft or actually helping people directly or doing your job then you probably have a fucking problem. (laughs) I bet you're not very good at your job or you have rich parents, right? Seriously. Um, And I just feel like every week and every day I try and learn something new about my job. And that's why I feel it's okay for me to get on this podcast and rant about whatever because I'm putting the effort in, okay? And I also help people. (laughs) I go above and beyond. So, yeah. That's all. You do, actually. I have to say that uh, Penny's the type of person who actually, I mean, I don't know if you still have, at one point you had like three people who were basically your clients, but you were just giving them free advice. I shouldn't maybe say that in the podcast because then all of a sudden you're going to get an influx of in-mail. But, um, you know, but like you, you, you give back. And I think that's so important for people to remember um, because it's very easy, especially once you get a little bit of success or your career is going well. It's so easy to get into that mode of you're like, I'm too important I am for this. Fabulous. I can't write uh, back to your email because I will be appearing on a panel discussion. Yeah, exactly. About why we need more representation of women in tech. Totally. And I don't have time to reply to any of the women in my inbox. Exactly. Bullshit. Sorry. It's garbage. I call bullshit. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I had a mentee once. Remember my my yes. guy? Where yeah. was he from? Tanzania. That sounds made Heaven. up, doesn't it? If I say I had a mentee from Tanzania. But I actually did. And it was, yeah, it was a whole, it was a whole journey. And the other work thing I have to talk about is just a quick note on how I had a realization today that as a freelancer, I have like, I do this sort of sales offering. And the thing is like sales strategy is very closely to connected to the product and the service. Yeah. So I can't, totally. I can tell you how to sell something really well until I'm blue in the face, but if it's not desirable, then you're not going to sell it. Yeah. So it's very quickly, my work gets tangled up in value proposition stuff and like developing an offering with a client and helping them to achieve market differentiation. Yeah. And I realized today, like, I need to have a different rate for that because yeah. <laughs> I'm charging yeah. a very cute rate for my sales work and then it smoothly crosses over into like, oh, how do I differentiate my company 
that's exactly the same as 150 other companies. Yeah. And I'm giving them all these great ideas and I'm giving them all this insight from yeah. like my experience in the industry. And then I'm like, fuck, like if you get really rich out of this, I will have made 650 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. It's I mean, a, yeah. that's really, that is super interesting. And, and once I realize, like there are, I think a few different things you can charge for more for. Mm. Um, and one of them for me is definitely like, I charge more per day if I am going to be like facilitating something in front of a group. Yeah. If I'm going to be like educating people, I charge more. You know what I mean? Like there Mm -hmm. are certain things where it's like, if you're expending more energy, if you're digging deep into your like roster of experience and know-how, then your rates should definitely go up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that, but it's, but it's tricky. Mm. It's tricky, especially if you're working with a client Mm. who's on a certain day rate. Mm. And then they're like, oh, could you help us with this? And you're like, oh yeah, but it's going to be twice the day rate. Yeah. I mean, it's tricky. It might not even be that much, but I feel like I'd almost need to create a package for it. Yeah. So it's like, I'll help you differentiate. I'll help you do the value prop. I'll help you do this and this and that. Um, And that will be set figure. And it's, going to be probably pretty expensive. That's a great idea. Yeah. Ooh, a package. I love a good package. Me too. Who doesn't? (laughs) Culture. (laughs) I wish everyone could see your face when you do that. It's just too good. You got to act it out. You do, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Britt, are you fucking ready for this? Tell me. I'm about to change everyone's life, so just strap in. All right. All right. So I've never bought a cookbook in my life. Because I have no attention to detail. So once it gets into like, here, you need to do this. I'm like, I'm out. Literally zero attention to detail. It's very funny. It's quite good. Yeah. Big picture thinker. (laughs) Very (laughs) embarrassing for me, but it's true. So sometimes I'll like quickly look at, I'll I'll type in like chicken, mushroom, thyme on the internet and see what comes up and I'll get inspiration and then I'll just go from there. Yeah. But um, this week, my boyfriend made this roast chicken. That was the best thing I've eaten in weeks, including I've been to a couple of nice restaurants in that time. So like, that's a big call. Yeah. I literally licked the plate. (laughs) I know that's really uncouth, but I did. I don't doubt that you did that. So he found the recipe online and it came from a cookbook called Jamie Oliver's Five Ingredients. Is this old news? No, I just love that it's from Jamie Oliver. Like top secret, you know. But it's chef so, you've never heard of. So I Jamie worried. Oliver. This is a thing. Okay. So this is why I thought it was a hot tip. Okay. Because I saw that it had sold one million copies. Right. Um, so I was like, maybe this is old news. But even if it is, buy this goddamn book because everything in the book, there's only five it's ingredients. That's beautiful. It's so great. And then if you want to like make a salad or whatever, he's got everything. And I'm so excited. Five ingredients. I'm going to show you this book, Brittany. Wow. Five ingredients. Including herbs and stuff? Listen, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> do you know the de- I mean, details? No, that's interesting. No, I mean, I, um, so I happen to, uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Jamie Oliver until I found out that he might have cheated on his wife. Oh, he definitely has. Apparently it's like the best kept secret in the food industry. Aww. My friend is a set designer and she w- worked on one of his sets and everyone's like, oh yeah, he has like a mistress in every port. Right? But maybe but honestly, if I maybe could cook she that knows. well, honestly, I would have a mistress in every pot as well. Sh- you definitely would. I'd be like, you want my harissa chicken? 
Come on over, baby. Oh, man. So, anyway, sorry, uh, the cookbook. I want to recommend this cookbook. Um, the chicken recipe is a, it's like a whole roast chicken with harissa and like um, capsicums. What do you guys call those? Peppers? Peppers, yeah. Um, peppers. And then it's like it, there's all the go-to like weeknight dishes, but then there's also other options for having like classy dinners with friends. Love it. There's nothing yeah. better than classy but easy. You know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. Something that looks like you went to some like you went – like crazy and yeah. did all this nutty stuff, but yeah. it's just simple and delicious. And the good thing is like, if you really want to go all out, you can make like three recipes and then that's 15 ingredients. <laughs> right. For yeah. your, for your like big dinner, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh my God, I'm so excited for you all. I feel like we maybe can convince Jamie Oliver to have us on his podcast now that we've given him such a good promotion. I know. For I mean, free. He's probably going to sell like another three books. Yeah. Oh, guys, can maybe you should hash, if you hashtag Brittany and Penny's podcast be, made me buy this book. That's good. Sorry. That's we're just really talking good. about hacking and here it's, Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> How are we going to hack growing our podcast? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I love this. Okay. I can't wait, wait to hear your culture, Brit. Oh, I'm super excited. So here's the thing. I'm slowly but surely becoming David Sedaris's biggest fan oh, of all he time. Is, you know, I read your notes and I listened to the Elf episode. Oh. And I was chuckling. I still haven't listened to it. What? I know. Oh, my God. We have to put that in our Christmas special. Oh, yeah, we should. Okay, great. We, okay. We'll save it for later. Yeah. So um, as a so as a person who, like, is into comedy and does stand-up sometimes, I actually am not as big of a comedy nerd as everyone like as, as a lot of people who do comedy. So I am very selective, you know, because I want to spend my time with the good stuff. And there's a lot of garbage out there, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. But David Sedaris, I mean, I just, I always really enjoyed him, but I never really like dove into any of the things that he was really, like his, I'd never read any of his books. Mm. You know, I'd heard him on a few podcasts and interviews and always thought like this guy is great. Yeah. Um. So my, my favorite podcast or one of my favorites, is um, this episode that you and I listened to together, Penny, called mm. Americans in Paris. And it's from This American <laughs> Life. So we'll, we'll, we'll uh, link it in the show notes. Um, you, if you have not listened to this episode, you must listen to it right now. Like yeah. turn off our podcast <laughs> and turn this one on. Just kidding. Don't yeah, do you can actually do that. No, yeah, you could do that. And then just come back. Just come back. Just come on it. back. <laughs> uh, because it's amazing, especially if you've ever lived or just been on a long trip somewhere where you don't speak the language mm. that they speak. This is such a brilliant episode. Um, yeah, it's just him talking about living in Paris as an American and trying to get through it and being humiliated all the time because of his language skills. And he's just hysterical. So I bought a book, uh, his book, which I would recommend. So here's the only thing about it. And I, let me tell, like, tell me what you think about this. So I bought the book Calypso, uh, which was so good. Yeah. Um, literally perfect. It's really funny. I've been meaning to read that for years. It's so good. Funny, like heartfelt, real, honest. It's, it has all the things that you'd want in a book. The only thing that I would ask you, cause you've read it. Have you read any of his books? I'm just... I think I got an audio book at some point. Okay. Cause the problem is I feel like with him, like, I feel like if I didn't really know who he was yeah, and I read <clears> his book, I think it wouldn't be as good. 
Yeah, I I think that's why he's so popular on podcasts because he's all about the delivery. Exactly. He's got this very dry way of talking. Yeah. It's super funny. That's actually, you know, I think that a lot of his books would be brilliant in audiobook form. Um, (coughs) But if you know him and you've seen him on on things and you've heard him talk, then you can imagine it while you're reading his books, uh, which I think is a good thing. But I would, I would advise someone, if you're looking for someone really funny, um, who is just an e- like easy, right. And, mm. and doesn't take, what I love about him is he, he's just so, he doesn't take life too seriously. And the yeah. things that he talks about, you know, he admits that he doesn't know a lot about politics and he's mm. busy thinking about other things like why, you know, someone's wearing a t-shirt on a really cold day outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's wondering these like everyday things. I think it's just so beautiful. It yeah. just takes you back to the basics of life. Yeah. He's a, he's a big like reality TV and like cheesy bad TV nerd. Yeah. Which I yeah. kind of like, he pulls it off. He does, but he's also really smart and, uh, that's a tricky. That's a tricky uh, balance to maintain. I cannot wait to, for you to hear the Elf episode. Yeah, I'm super it's excited. It's the about funniest it. thing a, I think I'm, I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm super excited. So, but one, it's also an incredible reflection on American life, right? Okay, which is so interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, but I might wait. Like, I might wait <clears> until Christmas. it's a little bit more Christmas mode. Mm. Well, nah, I'll just listen to it a hundred times. Uh, <laughs> one thing though, I have to say. So he has this. Um, he because he always talks about these really weird things that happen in his life and weird conversations he has and experiences that he that he has um people always tell him things like they go to his book readings and stuff and they come up to him after and tell him funny stories and i thought of the story that i would tell david sedaris and it is oh yes okay, and the great. story is uh it's not a real story it's just something that happened i saw a man in the airport um this is chris at christmas time before you know, when we were allowed to travel, uh, I saw this man in, in the airport and he had, he was really like, he was running from one place to the next, you know, trying to catch his flight. And on his t-shirt, <laughs> he had written, um, fine, I'll just date myself then. <laughs> Which I just thought was Oh my God. Unbelievable. That is unhinged. It's crazy. It's like, don't tell everyone that you're bitter and- Fine. Pass- passive yeah. aggressive. I just thought it was brilliant. I was like, wow. I The fucking boldness of that shirt. When I was on Bumble a lot, like sometimes you'd see a guy and they weren't that visually appealing and then they'd say something really sassy and funny on their profile and I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go. <laughs> I yeah. sit and chuckle across from you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was, I mean, this guy seemed like a full psycho. But okay. um, all right. But I mean, who would <laughs> I mean who would wear a shirt? Like, I think that's it's just outrageous. But I of course didn't oh, get the obsessed. chance to ask him, you know, just where'd you what? get that shirt? Oh why? The, oh, and yeah, how? It's the why, Brit. And we're coming me. back to the why. <laughs> we wanna know why. What did why? she do? To you? What happened? Oh it's brilliant. Yeah. Okay, great. That's it. So just read, listen, do all the things. Uh, Love that. Watch David Sedaris. I just put David Sedaris in my uh, shopping list. Yeah. Calypso. Yeah. You can also borrow it from me, but. Oh, that's a good idea. I've got it. Yeah. So (laughs) you can take it. I should have brought it today. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Are you guys even ready for this? Penny. Tell me. Okay, so uh, in my newsletter, I included a section on how to prepare for winter. 
because I'm very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe in planning and controlling things. Yes. Especially uncontrollable things like gale force winds, snow, frost, and below zero temperatures. Yeah. So, um, sorry if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Enjoy <laughs> this a isn't nice hot time. Yeah. <laughs> this is for next year for you. There you go. Um, so I put this in my newsletter and basically it's like a how to prepare for winter guide. So number one, very obvious, get yourself like a really good soft warm scarf that doubles as a blanket. So you want a lot of width. Mm-hmm. You want to really go wide um, and then you can put it over your knees when you're cold. Number two, and also make it like a cute one so that you want to put it on. Mm-hmm. Number two, I had this idea. So you know how you buy some sweaters, Britt? At yeah. this, I, I just said sweaters. Normally I'd say jumpers. jumpers. You've been hanging um, out with me for too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you buy a couple of jumpers for, at the start of winter and then you wear them every day. Yes. You wear them like three times a week each. Correct. And then by the time it's Christmas, you don't ever want to see these goddamn jumpers again. Yeah. So I realized everyone should do a clothes swap Yes. on like the 2nd of January or 3rd of January. Such a good idea. It really is. Or maybe before Christmas. So you can be like, Merry Christmas, swap jumpers with me. Yeah. I love yeah. that idea. And really boys do. can do this too because we all know boys, they need new things as well. Totally. Yeah. You can um, swap back after if you're like, well, that's that's Yeah, maybe you made a huge mistake. Yeah. Or you made it. Yeah. There should always be, you should have this in the, like in the terms and conditions. 10 you know? day cooling off policy. Yeah. For that jumper. Yeah. Um, okay. Then make all of your medical appointments and life admin appointments, like tax, medicine, pap test, new glasses, anything that involves going outside to somewhere unpleasant, do it now True while that. it's totally fine. Yeah. So you're not like, you know, when you're getting off the subway <laughs> and your eyes are just streaming with tears because it's so cold. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. So don't do it. Um, then Brittany's inspired this one. So create playlists and movies mm. organized by mood. Yeah. So is it like, do you need a bit of pep in your step? Or do you need more of a, a cozy little wood wood fire oven vibe? Wood fire about? oven vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we really need to get this wrapped up. Okay. Um, I love it. And then obviously get great stretchy pants and woolly socks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then finally, if you can, and if you've got people in your neighborhood, Weekly Sunday night dinners. I love this one. When I read that, I was like, I think I'm going to do that. Mm. Maybe weekly is also like, I'm like, what about every two weeks? Well, no, maybe weekly is good. It's fine. I mean, like me and Marty used to do it weekly because we lived with each other. So we didn't have to travel anywhere. Yeah. But I love the idea of like a standing date. Standing invitation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Just Um, make a good bolognese exactly. or a good simple 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 cozy food and Heartwarming. just drink yourself into oblivion that's it and sometimes monday mondays are easier if you're quite hungover <laughs> is Sorry, that, that was so a, that was a joke that's it <laughs> don't drink don't get wasted don't drink. on sunday although yeah. it's just so easy cuz you're like well here we go again yeah. <laughs> yeah diving into another week so if anyone has any winter tips Send them through and we'll add them to the list in the show notes. I'd love a winter tip. Over to you, Britt. Okay, really quick, before we go, I, I don't really Fuck, have I missed a really crucial one. Oh, 
Get back in there. You've got to fix the lighting in your house, guys. Oh. You've got to get warm lighting in all the corners of the room. Warm so lights. warm lighting. Okay? Love that. Candles, nice warm lighting. Okay, that's it. Sorry. Okay, my so my lifestyle topic, I mean, I always feel like this is just a free-for-all one, you know? So oh, here's yeah. where I'm going to— Me gonna, too. I'm yeah. like, it's got life in it, and I yeah. do life every freaking day. Exactly. I can talk about this. So— um, so we live in Germany and the German language is, of course, as everyone knows, a funny little thing. So sometimes it's great. <laughs> sometimes the German language is, or sometimes, okay, I have just two stories. I'm just going to tell them both great. back to back. Mm-hmm. So um, the other day I was at a workout um, class mm-hmm. uh, with a German coach, instructor, you know, guy. And he... Uh, they, they always love to speak. In, you know, I'm like, you can speak German to me, but they're always excited because my name is Brittany. So they're like, well, you clearly <laughs> speak English. So I'm going to speak English to you, which I really think is nice. You know, it's great. But uh, during the middle of the, um, you know, of the workout, he's like, he yells things at you, you know, like, and he knows your name. So he'll be like, Brittany, you're, fine. you're yeah. ugly. I hate you. Exactly. <laughs> so the word, well, this is where it gets interesting. So the word um, for tall, like in German is... Gross. Big. Yeah. So what's interesting about this, so the word that you would use to say someone's tall is you'd say gross. But if you were to translate the word gross into English, it would be big. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of this weird, it's a false, it's like it doesn't, like that translation doesn't really work, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, my my uh, my lovely trainer, Christian, uh, decided to yell out in the in the middle of the, the course. He was like, Britney. Because <laughs> I say Britney. Yeah, they always say Britney. Britney, you you must take bigger lunches. You are a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, haven't gone back since. She has an eating disorder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so f- I was just laughing so hard. Oh, it's my like, God. You are a big girl. Bigger lunches. Oh, my God. And I was like, well. That's just how it is, you Remember know? Remember when we did the market stall and they were like, Britney Bovary? <laughs> well, wasn't that a delight? I feel like we started on a very kind of negative, ranty page. But by the way, that's you just got to get that out of your system. And then there's all the positivity that exactly. follows. You know? Work and then play. Exactly. But in my case, play is literally complaining. So it's yeah. just fun the whole way it's through It's fun all the way through. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, happy Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> no, not yet. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy winter. Friday? Friday. I know, but I was going to say that, but then I realized it's coming out on Tuesday. Okay, let's just cheers. All right. And don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Bye. Bye. Bye.